Are you ready for some football this Monday night as the Bears on Monday Night Football take on the Los Angeles Rams? And here on We Are Regal Radio, we are going to get you all caught up and set up for this game in our fourth and goal series where we give you four goals or keys for the Bears to getting a victory. And this time, as I mentioned before, we'll be against those Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles in the new SoFi Stadium. So a very interesting game and road trip for the Bears, and we should hopefully learn a lot about this football team. And with that, let's go ahead and get started with our first goal. And our first goal is going to be focusing in on the Bears defense, specifically stopping the run of the Los Angeles Rams. And that is such a key and goal for this game for the Bears, because whether or not Todd Gurley is in the building, this Rams team and Sean McVay are built on running the football and then doing a lot of play action slash kind of formation adjustments off of their run plays. So essentially what they do is they show you this formation with a lot of runs coming out of it. Then they do some play action off of that same formation. And then they will either add in the, the quick passes or the RPO, whatever. Everything is built off their running game and their run formations. And Sean McVay, I'm sure in years past, has really lamented the matchup with the Bears because of how good their run defense has been. But this year, it's a little bit different. Even though the Bears are improving in that category, they're still at number 16 right now, rushing defense in the league, giving up uh, an average of 113 per game. So definitely a lot more work needs to be done from Chuck Pagano and his defense, but they've definitely been steadily steadying that run defense, and they're going to need it against Sean McVay in this Rams offense because what you really want to do if you're the Bears defense is slow down that run game enough and force Jared Goff to beat you with his throwing ability downfield. And Jared Goff has had a horrible career against the Bears in his very limited matchups. I believe his quarterback rating is just under 45. It's 44 point something. Really terrible stuff and great stuff for the Bears. You want to make Jared Goff beat you. You want to make him the passer. You want to make him the guy that is throwing the football downfield, whether it's to Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, which, again, two guys that are good players, but I don't know if they necessarily strike fear in the hearts of this Bears defense. I mean, definitely going to have to play well against those receivers, and they're guys that can get open, so certainly don't want to downplay their abilities. But if this Bears defense, like I said, can stop the run, you would think with how well this secondary is playing, with how well the pass rush is going right now, that Jared Goff, who is known to throw some interceptions, especially when he is pressured and when the play is off schedule. Being off schedule essentially means if, for example, on a given play, you are going to throw it and it's a three-step drop. So you get the, the snap from the center, you do your three steps right on that third step when the back foot hits the ball is coming out it's going to a designed route and it's being thrown to a spot and a receiver is going to get the football that's a scheduled play everything is going exactly how you draw it up an off schedule play is when you do the three steps your receiver is not open you put the ball down you run around a little bit move up in the pocket and then you go ahead and you throw it to, let's say, a different receiver than it was intended to. That's an off-schedule play. For Jared Goff, he is not going to do any of those type of things. So the Bears' defense really doesn't have to worry about him being off-schedule like a Patrick Mahomes or a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers. 
but Jared Goff can be very deadly when he is on schedule, when he has protection, when he is reading the field well, and when he has open targets. And a lot of times that that is built off of, again, their run game. Because if you are afraid of their run game and they come out in a formation that looks very run, it's going to be very difficult to expect pass. And if they throw in a lot of play-action fakes like they do, you really catch yourself flat-footed as a defense and you could be in a little bit of trouble. So... If you want to really slow down this Rams offense and Sean McVay with what he's doing, you've got to be able to take away that running game that he wants to deploy. Because if you can stop them, that hurts their play action and it hurts a lot of their essential core principles in their offensive scheme. Moving along to our next goal and keeping it still focused in the trenches, let's look at the opposite and specifically Aaron Donald, the uh, just awesome defender for the Rams. Probably, hate to say it because Galil Mack's on the Bears, but probably the best defensive player in the league for the last couple of years. And and he's just so disruptive and so, so good at the run, at the pass. And when you see that he's going to be lined up over James Daniels, and James Daniels has done okay against uh, Aaron Donald in his career, but with how poorly the left guard position has played, this is looking like a real scary situation for the Bears. And they've got to find a way to stop Aaron Donald. And I don't know exactly what that's going to entail. Uh, you know, probably going to have to try to build some walls and just just keep it close and tight. A lot of double teams. Uh, I don't know if they can really do much chipping. But if anything, I would expect tight ends being forced to play some of these edge rushers one-on-one while tackles and the center or other guards are having a focus inside and trying to even just get an arm or a punch, anything in on Aaron Donald to try to slow him down. But that's, that's without a doubt got to be the number one concern for Matt Nagy and his offense because of how much they have struggled, first of all, running the football, but then secondly, they've really struggled in protecting Nick Foles, and Nick Foles does not have the type of ability running like Mitch Trubisky, where maybe you think, okay, at least if Aaron Donald gets through and gets up the middle, Mitch has enough leg and rollout ability and awareness that he'd be able to extend the play and maybe negate what would be a sack for any other quarterback that's just a statue. Mitch Trubisky maybe can turn it into something, but Nick Foles, he's not going to have that ability. And it's going to be so, so important because as much as this Rams defense has talent and Brandon Staley, former Bears coach, that is the defense coordinator, he's doing a great job with them. And they've got a a lot of primetime players like Jalen Ramsey, who we'll get to more of in a minute. But in the front, on that front seven, The big thing is, of course, Aaron Donald. And when you can slow him down enough where we've seen Cleo Mack in the past, where he's almost a non-factor in a game, you know, maybe uh, more so in the running game, but not doing the type of sacking and pressuring and creating of turnovers that we've seen, the Bears should feel at least okay with what they can do offensively because there's just not a ton around Aaron Donald right now. They're in a little bit of a transition. But that being said, You know, putting Aaron Donald down or stopping him is so easy for me to say right here on this podcast. 
it is so, so tough. And as I mentioned before, there's going to be a lot of double teams, a lot of walls. I don't even be surprised if there's a few triple teams. If he is absolutely wrecking their game plan, I mean, you've got to find a way, especially at that three technique that Aaron Donald plays, where he can just come right up the middle, and then that forces a quarterback to back up, obviously. He can't step up, and those edge rushers become that much more effective because they're collapsing the pocket on the outside. That's that's a recipe for disaster. And just like Jared Goff, Nick Foles is not afraid to throw the ball and put it up in the air when he is pressured, and we've seen it already. That can be very dangerous, and fortunately for Foles, it hasn't really bit him too hard when he's done that. But even last week against Carolina, throwing that interception after the Bears got an interception, had pressure in his face, just threw it up there inexplicably, and it was a huge, huge mistake. The Bears can't have any of that. If they want to have any success rushing the football, then they're going to have to be somewhat effective against Aaron Donald. It all comes around stopping Aaron Donald or at least slowing him down enough or having some kind of contingency so that he is not just blowing up your day. Continuing on to our third goal, and this one is a focus in on Jalen Ramsey of the Los Angeles Rams, but really the matchup of Jalen Ramsey and Allen Robinson, because that's going to be most likely the matchup. And most likely from what we've seen in a very small sample size with these two, Allen Robinson is probably going to be shut down for a lot of that football game, if not the entire game. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, he's one of the best corners in the league, no doubt about it. And he is obviously happy in Los Angeles compared to what he was in Jacksonville. Uh, he's going to be ready to go. And we talked about this in past weeks. The Bears really need a number two receiver to emerge and a real consistent one that they can go to. And this would be the week where you need that guy to really step up. And this is why it was so important early on in the season for a number two receiver to develop because when you do go up against a team like the Rams that have one of the best corners in the league, you know, losing Al Robinson potentially for the whole game because he's shut down is a scary proposition when you talk about how inefficient and ineffective this offense is. Uh, without a doubt, it's been talked about ad nauseum. James Daniels, probably the second best offensive player right now on this team, and he's gone. And the first best is obviously Allen Robinson, and he might be gone, quotes around that, gone because Jalen Ramsey might take him out of the game. You might be down your two best offensive players. Somebody's got to step up, and that would be great if it's on the offensive line, but I think a lot of us understand that that might be a process, and it just might not get much better if it gets better at all. But you would think still with the talent that they have between Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney, you know, Jimmy Graham, I think, has shown a, an ability to be kind of that Jason Witten type and not Jason Witten in his prime, but more like Jason Witten at the end with Dak before he left to go to Las Vegas and the Raiders, where really he has no legs, but that's a guy that can get open. He's a big body he can kind of post up linebackers and corners and safeties, depending on the matchup. So that's great. But it's been shown that that's not necessarily working for this Bears offense in terms of developing a number two. The next obvious candidate would be Darnell Mooney. It seems like Nick Foles has a nice connection with him, and he's a guy that's been getting open, and he has, he's played pretty well, and he's got a lot of speed. 
Anthony Miller would be another guy. It just doesn't seem like the trust between Foles and Miller is developing, mainly because Miller just doesn't seem to be making the plays that he needs to be making. The later we get in this year, because this is already week seven now, uh, depending on what you get out of Cole Komet, you know, could Cole Komet start rising up and becoming a dependable number two option? Because clearly, if you look at him versus Demetrius Harris, he has all the upside, and Harris had a rough game against Carolina with a couple drops. It would be great to see Cole Komet have a larger role in this offense, maybe take some of those snaps from both Graham and Harris, and even maybe just from formations. Like if they go to their 11 personnel, which is three receivers, one tight end, one uh, running back, maybe that one tight end is Cole Komet instead of a lot of Jimmy Graham or Demetrius Harris. The emergence of a number two can't be understated. The Bears offense is in such need of playmaking at this point in time that anybody that can come out and shine in this game, especially if Allen Robinson is shut down by Jalen Ramsey, that would be huge moving forward because there's still areas for this Bears offense to improve without a doubt. And offensive line might not be one of them. But these receivers, these tight ends, and even some of these running backs, they can be weapons any given week besides Allen Robinson. And without a doubt, that's a goal for the Bears to find a reliable guy that they can attack this Rams defense through the air with besides Allen Robinson. The last goal we're going to focus in on for the Bears in trying to get a victory over the Rams this Monday night is going to be the takeaway or turnover differential because both of these teams you know, have a lot to prove from a national standpoint and really divisionally too. Uh, without a doubt, the Rams and the Bears are not favorites to win the NFC West or NFC North respectively. But specifically with this matchup, you know, these two teams are, are decently even, I would say. You know, the Rams have a solid offense that can be great with a complementary defense that can be great. And you look at the Bears, I would say that they have great to elite defense and at best an average offense that's really below average. And I think when you would kind of even out and look around, uh, probably the Bears and Rams are about the same. And looking back last season, they were about the same record-wise. And that game kind of came down to uh, a lot of inefficiency from Mitch Trubisky and the Bears offense. That was the key in the Bears' loss last season to the Rams. Uh, and two seasons ago, when they played the Rams in Chicago, the Bears' defense just absolutely stole the show, and the Bears' offense was good enough to, to do what it needed to do to win, and that's all that really needs to be said about that because it wasn't pretty beyond that. If uh, this game is as close as I think it is and as it kind of seems to be in terms of when you look at national predictions or predictions around uh, the NFL with the experts – everyone's sort of feeling like this is going to be a close game. And whenever you have a close game, you always circle that turnover differential and who got the takeaways, who did it. The Bears need to probably come up with a takeaway or two if they're realistically going to win this game because a, a no turnover game from either side, I think, favors the Rams a little bit. The Rams are much more complete offensively and they're playing not as well as this Bears defense, but they can play pretty well at times. I mean, you don't want to just negate, especially when Aaron Donald is really wrecking things for the opposing team. 
Jared Goff, as we talked about, is a guy that will throw you the football. You know, Nick Foles is also a guy that's going to throw it up when he's feeling pressured and just wants to get the ball out of his hand. So these quarterbacks might throw an interception. And the way that this Bears defense is flying around and hitting, I mean, a fumble, that's not out of the question. And this coverage unit for the Bears special teams, they have been playing really well, too. Uh, maybe special teams becomes a little bit of a factor with creating a turnover or takeaway so that uh, that can give the Bears a short field. And it, it just feels like they're going to need kind of a gimme touchdown at some point. And that's where a great takeaway would be so beneficial. So no surprise, whoever wins the turnover differential usually wins the game and we know the percentages it's something like if a team gets a takeaway their chances of winning go up by like 40 percent and each takeaway after that goes up another 20 percent or something uh, it's a huge deal to get that extra possession and to create a takeaway so this bears defense they got to help out this offense for the time being and a huge help would be getting a takeaway and if they can win that takeaway margin as a team by the bears assuming they can do the other goals we talked about they're going to have a really good chance at winning this monday night